Hello, and welcome to this podcast of Sunday Sermons from Concord United Methodist Church. We hope that you'll find this message to be meaningful, insightful, and a refreshing part of your daily walk with God. Please feel free to share this podcast with family, friends, or anyone else who might benefit from it. This podcast is part of the digital ministries of Concord United, and we are grateful that you have chosen to experience worship and God's Word with us. For more information about Concord United and its ministries, please visit our website at concordunited.org. Tomorrow morning, all across the country, children will be gathered by the tree with their families. And millions of children will grab a gift from under the tree and they will look at who is it from and it will be from a well-meaning grandparent or aunt or uncle. And as they tear away the paper from that gift, they will discover four letters. Those letters, L-E-G-O, Lego. And then they will look to see what it is out of Legos that they will be building and the Aunt or uncle or grandparents will be looking at their face to see if they are delighted by what they get to build. But the parent will not be looking at any of that. The parent will be looking for a small square on the box that indicates the age recommendation and difficulty level. And the parent will be calculating if this will be a gift that allows them extra time to get housework done while their kids are occupied, or if this will be a gift that will take three, four, five, six hours out of their schedule to help put together. Now, because this is such an important time of year for Lego, it's important that they know what kids want that they know what kids are interested in so that when kids open that package, they can have delight upon their face, uh, delight that may even inspire a parent to help them. Uh, now, because of this, Lego conducted a poll. They, got, they paid the Harris Survey Group in 2019 to ask children, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the results are somewhat surprising. They're different than they've been in previous generations. If you want to be an astronaut, I have some good news and I have some bad news. First, the bad news. If you work at NASA, you need to know less children want to be an astronaut today than ever before since we've had astronauts. Now, if you are a child and you want to be an astronaut, this is good news because you have less competition. Well, what, what did children want to be? The number five most popular answer, astronaut. Number four, musician. Number three, professional athlete. Number two, teacher. Number one, you guessed it, I've already heard it, YouTuber and social media influencer. The number one thing children wanted to be. Now, if you want to be an influencer, you should learn from those who are good influencers. Recently, the record was set for the Instagram post with the most likes. Last I checked, it had 72 million likes. There was this soccer tournament called the World Cup. And I think there was a player named Messi. And he took a picture of himself with the World Cup. 72 million likes. But I should point out, in case he's listening, before he gets too big for his britches or his soccer shorts, 
The second most liked inst Instagram post ever is a brown egg coming in at 58 million. <laughs> now, who are some other strong influencers? Well, you might be wondering who the top four influencers are with the most followers on Twitter. And if you weren't wondering this, I'm going to tell you anyways. Number one, Barack Obama. Number two, Elon Musk. Number three, Justin Bieber. Number four, Katy Perry. And if you were to ask me, what does this say about our society? That these four people are the top Twitter personalities, I'd have to tell you, I have no earthly idea. But I know we care about being influencers. So tonight, I want you to consider the life of the greatest influencer ever. The hands down, unrivaled, undebatable, greatest influencer ever. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He grew up middle class. He could read, and we think he could write, but he never wrote anything that anybody remembered or copied or passed on. He wasn't known for his looks or his athleticism or his voice. He couldn't paint or sculpt that we know of, and no paintings or images were made of him, no videos taken, no photos. There was no army that followed his orders and carried out his will. He never built a palace or minted coins with his image on them. He had no elaborate wealth to leave to his descendants. Nothing is remembered of him, literally Nothing is remembered of him except the way he interacted with people. Except for the way he interacted with people, nothing survives from his life. And yet, he's the most influential person to ever live. Today, he has billions of followers. And those who remembered his life and his interactions wrote their memories down and his biography has become the most widely read book in history. You've probably guessed I'm talking about Jesus. Now, we find that this great influencer, when he encountered others, when they encountered him, we find people you wouldn't expect become great influencers as well. Some of those people we celebrate this time of year known as the shepherds. The shepherds weren't people you would think would be influential. They no doubt could not read or write. Uh, they were uh, low class, made very little money. They didn't own the sheep they watched. They watched somebody else's sheep and they worked for meager wages, long hours. They were a rather rough bunch. Uh, they had to be able to fight off a wild animal or another shepherd trying to steal their sheep with nothing but a stick. And these shepherds, they didn't even make enough money to be considered marriage material. They couldn't support a family or have a wife. They were just getting by. They were subsisting. And one night, while they were out in the fields, angels came. And they had a vision. And they, they heard voices. And then they did three things. They went, they saw, and they told what they had seen. And because of that, they are greater influencers than I imagine uh, we'll ever consider Obama or Musk or Bieber 
or Perry. So let me share a little bit with you about how they did this. You've heard these words a moment ago. I'd like to remind you of them from the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, beginning with the 15th verse. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they'd made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. They went, they saw, they told. Friends, if you are hearing these words, whether in person or online, then you are like the shepherds. You've chosen to go look for Jesus. Now, the shepherds most likely came to the manger with mixed motives. Some came because they were so amazed at what the angels had shared. Some came uh, most likely because they were tired of being out in the fields and they were just looking for an excuse to get away. Some came to the manger most likely somewhat disbelieving the vision, uh, thinking it must have been a hallucination. Uh, have you ever had that experience? You believe God's talking to you one day and the next day you think it's indigestion? There were some who came to the manger doubting. But for whatever reason, they all went there. For whatever reason, you've all come here tonight. Some of you have come for the music. Some of you for the candlelight. Uh, some of you uh, for communion. Uh, some of you because your family told you to or the results would be disastrous. Whatever reason you're here tonight, you're here. You're like the shepherds. You've come and you have a chance to see, to see Jesus. And when you study Jesus's life and teachings, then you like the shepherds are seeing for yourself who Jesus is. You're not just relying on what some preacher said from the pulpit. The same way they didn't even rely on what some angel said in the field. They came to see for themselves. When you read your Bible, when you spend time in prayer, when you ask questions of those who followed Jesus, once again, you are following in the footsteps of shepherds, some of the greatest influencers of all time. You're looking you're seeing for yourself. And sometimes our journey to see Jesus is longer than the journey the shepherds had from the fields to the manger. Sometimes it takes more than one evening, sometimes more than one week, more than one year. But if you go on that journey, I want you to know, I believe God is faithful that you will see Jesus if you continue on that journey. And if you want to be an influencer, then like the shepherds, once you see Jesus, tell the world what you have found. Tell them how he loves. Tell them how he forgives. Tell them how he befriends. Tell them how he saves. Tell them how he heals. Tell them how he comforts. Tell them how he never leaves or betrays. Tell them how he's faithful. Tell them how he reconciles. Tell them how he gives hope. Tell them how he makes a way out of no way. Tell them about the eternal life he offers. 
You don't need a lot of followers on social media. You don't need anything but to care about the way you interacted with people, the way he cared about the way he interacted with people, to care about those people the way you've come to find that he cares about you. Just tell them about that with your words and with your deeds. And when you do, make sure they know that there's somebody who you're telling them about. He was born long ago. He was laid in a manger. And his name is Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we come before you today with thanksgiving for the gift of your son. With thanksgiving that this child in a manger allowed us to look into the face of the eternal God. With thanksgiving that as he grew and taught, that we were able to see you and your image for who you are. That you would no longer be clouded by the interpretations and memories of others, but that we would find ourselves face to face with you. We give you thanks for this Jesus who did not raise an army nor write a novel, but rather healed the sick, comforted the mourning, blessed the poor, cared about the outcast, loved rich and poor, slave and free, male and female, Jew and Gentile, all. Allow our lives, O Lord, to be influenced by his and allow us to tell the world, just like the shepherds did, of who he is, that he was born long ago and that he still lives yet today. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from Concord United Methodist Church. This podcast is a ministry of Concord United, and we would love to hear from you. To contact us, please send an email to podcasts at concordunited.org with sermons in the subject line. For more information about Concord United, including worship times, service opportunities, mission efforts, and classes, please visit our website at concordunited.org. We also invite you to download and enjoy our daily devotional podcasts presented by the pastors and members of Concord United. Finally, we would appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review of this podcast so that others can discover it and benefit from it.